Well, hey everyone, and welcome to another daily commute. Today is August the 29th, and um, it's a beautiful day where I am. Hopefully it's nice where you are as well. It's like 62 degrees outside, and I will take that because it's been so hot recently, and this last week it started getting cooler, and I love it. I really like fall, and I wish that fall would stay longer but it seems to always elude us. So, um, yeah, it's a nice day. It's going to be a great day. Got lots of stuff coming up, but wanted to share a couple thoughts on my way to work. So I want to throw out an idea today, and uh, it's kind of part of my job that I'm working at, but also just a thing that we talk about in general about culture and about life, and that is online community. Can we have that? Is that a thing? Um, you know, there's a lot of there's a lot of conversation about that, about the validity of community online. What does that look like? What does that mean for people? Does it mean different things for different people? Um, so let's 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 talk through a couple different ideas about community online, how we can create it, how we can keep it, um, and is it valuable? My job at Highlands Fellowship, the church that I work at, is, is to be the online director. And so a lot of that is about our online campus, which uh, meets on Sundays and Mondays. And you can watch the services live and engage with chat and with uh, private messages like for prayer. Um, it's a community that's building and forming. Um, but we want to take that community and push it deeper into a greater connection than just, uh, you know, an hour online each week. Just like in a regular church uh, environment, you would want people to come to uh, your gatherings, definitely, but you'd want them to be involved in some sort of small group, some sort of home group, some sort of, um, you know, study together. And so I am thinking through and working through some different strategies to help people engage online in a greater sense of community. Um, and, you know, there's actually a lot of uh, pushback against people having community online, surprisingly, or maybe not surprisingly. Um, but, you know, I, I do think that there is a value there. Um, and maybe that's not the end-all, be-all of connection, right? That connection would really happen uh, in your home or in a place where you can gather face-to-face and enjoy a meal together, enjoy life together. But I do think that online is a great way to um, fast-track some community stuff, to connect people who are far away, and that there is validity in that process. And so let's talk through just a couple areas of online community and what that could look like. We live in an ever-connected, ever-increasing connection world, and it's becoming so normal that I think that we're forgetting about how connected we are and how uh, you know, disconnected we used to be in regards to online content. Um, you know, there are whole generations of people growing up now that don't remember life before fast, high-speed internet, not to mention just the internet in general. Um, you know, I can remember in elementary school, the first time, like I remember the first time that I got on the internet. Uh, it was on a disc. It was called Netscape. <laughs> 
and I thought it was the coolest thing ever, and I probably just went to like, a, I don't know, a dictionary or something. I don't even know what it went to, but I just remember my teacher who, you know, showed me how it worked, said, hey, this is plugged into the phone line, and it's going to connect you to the internet. And then he gave me a CD that he had burned and said, here, take this home and put it on your computer at your house, put it on your family's computer, and get on the internet and try it. And so I did, and I remember going home, um, I don't know if it was that day or, you know, when we got the internet at the house, but I remember going to, I think, a Disney website, and I just thought it was so cool that I was on a Disney Channel page on my computer that wasn't a game, you know, it was, it was active and real, and it was an unbelievable experience. And so that's, you know, that's me uh, in elementary school. And so everyone that's younger than me uh, just remembers the internet as part of their daily life. And it's kind of crazy because just to think about uh, how much a difference the internet has made, like my job literally is uh, fueled by the internet. Like I wouldn't have my job uh, if I didn't have the internet. And so it's, it's just, it's, it's unbelievable when you consider the scope and the depth of what the internet is. Um, and it's also such a normal part of our daily life. Like, uh, I can't tell you how many conversations I have with people where they just assume that I saw something because they saw it on their Facebook feed, right? Like, oh, did you see that photo of so-and-so? Did you see that thing oh, on Facebook? Yeah, okay, you know, like it's just a normal thing that that we would share information like that, that we would share our lives on the internet. Um, and I, I don't really want to critique that today. Like, I don't really want to say whether that's good or bad or, you know, whatever. Uh, that's the world that we live in, right? It's, it's connected, it's social, it's online. Uh, and people growing up who are younger than me, and I am, I'm, I fall in the millennial category, but people who are younger than me and the younger millennials and other people behind us are going to grow up in a world that never had you know slow internet that never had dial-up um, and is living in this sort of web 2.0 social connected world and so i think there's some things we need to think about as we consider a ever increasing world of connection so what does it look like in this connected world that we have that's getting smaller and smaller when you think about the way that we're connected what does it look like to have community online what do you think that what comes to mind when you hear those words online community um, do you think about AOL like chat rooms do you think about um, I don't know like apps or dating apps do you think about Facebook and groups messages do you think about snapchat you know what what comes to mind when you think about community online and I think different things come to mind for different people but I think depending on which generation you ask, you'll get a different response. Depending on which uh, people you ask that live in a certain area, you may get a different response. Um, because, you know, some people in, let's just think about America, there are, there are these large, humongous cities where there's all this interconnectivity, and then there's Iowa, you know, and Kansas, and all these places with just like no one. And so, you know, if you live in New York City, like the internet connects you to people, but you can find people easily. If you live in the middle of nowhere America, um, you know, the internet connects you to the world that wasn't there before. 
And so there's this opportunity with online community that it's like, hey, I can be connected to people regardless of my location, regardless of my ability to connect with people, to walk around, to do whatever. Um, I can find people online and connect with them. And I do think that there is a draw there. I think there's something that's important and meaningful about this ability to literally connect with anyone in the world from your little place in the world. There's a desire inside of all of us to be known, to be understood, to be heard. Man, we want to be heard, right? Like, I'm sitting here talking uh, because I want people to hear me. You know, like, we want to be heard. And the internet gives us a place to share that in a semi-public forum or completely public, depending on what you're using. But I think there's something there. We want to be heard. We want to be known. It matters to us that people know us. I don't have a lot of answers to that question today, or I don't know when I will, but it's just something that I want to throw out there, and maybe maybe you have some thoughts about it. I would love to know what you think about community online. Um, what's the what's the validity of that? Um, how real is uh, you know online community? Does it count to you? Does it not count? Is it just as good? Is it halfway there? You know, I want to know what you all think. And I'm sort of developing my ideas as well. Um, so he, here's what I do know. And I did a project on this when I was in college for my senior seminar. I did a research project and studied one person about this idea called distant empathy. And the idea is uh, that there's only so much empathy that we have, right? And empathy is like being there for someone, feeling those feelings as other people. When they tell you something that's painful, it's like, ah, oh, yeah, that hurts. Or yeah, me, me too. That's, that's terrible. Like that's empathy is being there, sitting in that with someone else. And on some level, we have a little bit of control of, you know, who we give empathy to. But when we're bombarded with messages, the idea is that we don't really have control over that. Someone else is controlling and triggering our empathy. And we only have so much to give out. So once we're sort of out of empathy to give, we're just sort of running low. It's like running low on oil. It's just kind of sludgy. And so I did a research project about this idea of distant empathy and had one of my wife's friends and roommates uh, do an experiment where every day she would track all of the technology and, and media and input that she took in. Uh, Facebook, back then there was like Tumblr was very popular, uh, you know, watching television even, and just would kind of chart what she uh, remembered about that day and how she felt. And there was this definite connection between the more time that she spent online, especially reading about things that were hard or difficult, uh, when there was a, a national difficulty or a worldwide issue that was getting a lot of coverage that she would note, yeah, I kind of felt worse today. I kind of felt lower than normal. Um, and empathy is a great thing. Empathy is an important thing for the human condition. Um, but what I wanted to see and, and the idea behind distant empathy is that when we let ourselves give all of ourselves away, um, willingly or unwillingly, 
it, it doesn't matter whether you want to or not, it happens. So when you read about things, well, like what's going on right now in Houston with Hurricane Harvey, like, right, we feel for those people. Uh, we want to help them. We want to give. We want to go. We want to pray for them, definitely. But also, uh, we feel for them, right? Uh, I have friends who I know that live in that area who have, you know, had to evacuate. Like, I feel for them. And, oh, that's empathy, right? That feeling that sort of just takes something out of you. And uh, that's, that's one that hits closer to home because it's about us. But when you hear about things in other countries or other areas that you aren't connected with, you still feel that. And so one thing that that tells me is that, you know, things that we experience online have real effects on us. So I don't know exactly the, you know, the depth of uh, online connection and what that means versus real life, but I, I do know from experience and from testing this that uh, what we see and experience online affects us in a real physical way, not just digitally. So I'd love to know what you guys think. What do you think about community online? Is there validity in that? Uh, how could we go about doing that? How could we go about fostering better community online? Uh, let me know what you think. And uh, yeah, I will see you tomorrow for another episode of Daily Commute. Have a great day.